Welcome to Agents Influence Podcast, brought to you by the parent company, Grow Program. Grow Program helps agents utilize online tools to help market and brand their agency online. Find out more information at www.growprogram.com. Also remember, we have a very strict antitrust and comments policy. You can find those policies online at agentsinfluence.com. Now, let your voice be the sound of your feet upon the ground. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass once again with uh, Agents Influence Podcast. And uh, thanks again for everybody taking the time to listen. Uh, this is a new month here. We've got in the month of September, which uh, we're calling it, uh, I'm calling it, I guess not say we, it's just me, um, Young Agent Month. And when I talk about young agent, um, I'm not talking about age. Uh, just like with Ryan Hanley and his connected and unconnected generation, us us, uh, us newbies sometimes on the block, we try to get rid of age. We think it's, it's, it's pretty much pointless. When we're talking about young, we're talking about new, fresh ideas, new ways of doing things. I've talked to 58-year-old uh, men and women who are doing things differently and new in their agencies, and I want to consider them to be called a new young agent, okay? New agencies, young agencies, because that's what we are when we get that fresh fresh bit of life and the different ways that we can do things, which are going to carry our great industry forward. And so today I've got on um, a, a gentleman by the name of Brent Kelly. Um, he also goes by the insurance coach. He is a full-time insurance agent, but he has a passion, I think, like me and a couple other people out there in the industry who absolutely love this industry and want to do some stuff to help make sure it continues to be perpetuated correctly and, uh, and to just the best of its ability, and he wants to be part of that. So his name is Brent Kelly. He is actually out of the great state of Illinois where I am. He's about three hours north of me. I know Brent now for a couple years, and I think you guys are really going to get to uh, you know, really like what you have to hear from him. So, so Brent, if you would, uh, say hello to everybody. Hey, hello, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here, Jason. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. Um, Brent, you and I have talked a little bit, uh, you know, as the listeners know out there, we're going to try and get right to things from now on and try and stay a little bit more organized. And that was never your fault, Brent. This is your first time on. It's always my fault. So why don't we start right into it and just kind of um, talk about some of the different things. Kind of, let's start out with um, with your story a little bit. Give us a short uh, story of of where you were and how you got to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like many people probably in the insurance industry, I didn't uh, grow up dreaming of being in the insurance industry, or, or even even high school and college. I didn't really think much of it. Uh, I went to school at the University of Illinois, so go a lot. It's going to be a long football season, but we'll get through it. Um, and as I got to my senior year of school, I knew I wanted to be in sales. Um, you know, my major was health administration, which I didn't know how I was going to use that. And I went through different interviews and whatnot. And, um, after going through the process for a while, my, my brother was a commercial lines manager at the time for a large agency in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area and contacted me and said, Hey, we're looking for a new young guy out of college that we can kind of train from scratch and all that kind of stuff. And I wanted nothing to do with it, quite honestly. I'm like, you know what, it's not my thing. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be part of the insurance thing. Those guys are, you know, are kind of creepy, you know, <laughs> that's what I thought at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, to be quite honest. And anyway, I decided after a few, you know, after a few weeks go by, it's like, you know, I really do want to make sure I have a job when I graduate. So I ended up going up there, um, doing an interview with the principal, uh, went very well. 
and ended up actually taking the job as a commercial lines agent uh, in 2000. Uh, that's when I started. And uh, basically right off the bat, I went through some training programs and actually did, I was part of the first uh, National Alliance uh, producer training school in Tallahassee, Florida. People are familiar with that. Uh, kind of part of the CIC program and all that. So I did that the first time they did it and uh, really got back to the office and was like, okay, here we go. You're a commercial line sales guy. Learn from people and uh, do your best. Good luck. And so it's been a, it's been a journey ever since then. I spent four and a half years there. And then uh, my wife and I are from central Illinois. So we moved back after our first baby in uh, 2004. And I started with Clemens Insurance. And I've been there ever since. So 13 years in the business. Wow, and and that's in that's in Bloomington, right? Correct. Yeah, home of uh, State Farm, the right home, here in our backyard. Yeah, home of State Farm. I mean, they like own that town. It seems like I've been up there for some basketball tournaments. And then you're also yeah. headquarters of Country Companies Insurance, which a lot of people across right. America don't know, but that is a very very huge huge direct rider in the state of Illinois. So uh, you've got them all right there in your backyard, and here you are on the other side in the independent world, firing your gun across the. The bow, huh? That's, <laughs> that's absolutely right. That's, that's absolutely awesome. right. All right, so you have kind of taken on this uh, persona and this image and this, uh, you know, this alter ego, I guess you could almost say, of this uh, this insurance coach. Um, you know, I Brent, I've met you a while back, but uh, a lot of people, I'm going to give you a chance to tell them about your blog out there. But I've been reading the insurance coach um a lot of stuff uh, for a while now. And so I want you to tell them how you came up with, with this, but also what is the message of the insurance coach? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, first of all, just so people know that if they go to the site, it's at brentmkelly.com, and the blog has evolved. Um, really, the why, why I started, Jason, the reason behind it was that I wanted to be different. You know, I wanted to develop a personal brand with my prospects and my clients and people in the community and whatnot. And I attended a uh, – I went through a program called the Duct Tape Marketing. It was a, a catalyst program, they called it. And at the beginning of it, a lot of it was about branding, about being different, and not being like all your competitors. And so really as I, as I worked on, I guess, my craft and how I wanted to be perceived and known uh, in the community, I came up with the insurance coach just because I've always been a fan. I've been a sports guy, so I, I, I've always respected – coaches and what they stand for and what they provide, the information and training and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of how that stuck. And when I first started the blog, it's been about two years, uh, just over two years I started it. I was you know, writing uh, kind of a mix of insurance information, stories about what I'm doing, those kind of things. I really had absolutely zero idea of what I was really trying to accomplish, to be quite honestly, when I first started. I just did it. I just said, okay, I'm going to write. I'm going to be different. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be out there. And so I started doing that. And um, you know, again, my articles were kind of a mix, again, of, of you know, am I writing to prospects and clients? Uh, am I writing some to maybe just other people in the insurance world? Because, as you mentioned, I have a passion for, for the business and for people out there doing what I'm trying to do. And what I noticed was, as this evolved, is that a lot of my readers, as I started to write more about the insurance industry, were insurance agents. And it just kept growing and growing and growing. Um, so about, I would say, even a year or so ago, or more probably specifically even six months ago, I've kind of changed the blog to not so much directed at clients and prospects, which is still a, a great idea, but I just write to the insurance people, the insurance salespeople, salespeople in general, and actually a lot of small business owners who are also my clients. So it kind of works twofold. And uh, it, it's been a blast. I get to express some of my ideas. Some people like them, some people don't. 
but it's been a way to really stand apart. And quite honestly, whether it be people in the insurance industry, I went to, uh, just to give you an example, I was at a CRM class last year, and I sat down, and the guy turned around, I kid you not, within two minutes, he goes, hey, you're Brent Hill, the insurance coach guy. And this guy was from South Carolina. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And in my mind, I had no idea. Um, so it works there. I've been in the community, and people are familiar with me because of that. So it's just been a way to do something different, you know, to, to, to provide some value and, and do things that stand apart. Right. And, you know, one thing that I find just very, uh, really awesome in the whole meaning of coach and, and uh, is, you know, when you look at the definition, coach is just nothing more than the meaning of the old time of taking one person from some place and taking them to another place. And so it's kind of what you're doing with your clients and with other agents out there specifically trying to get them from where they are to where they need to be, which will better their life. Am I right about that? Absolutely. That's exactly it. It's just trying to be a, be a source of value for so sure. That's awesome. And that's a great example of branding because you probably, I, I assume not just with other, other agents, Brent, you probably ran into that with maybe clients who p- people will recognize you just off that brand of insurance coach. Whether yeah, it's, it, Is that not unbelievable when that happens? It, it is. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's strange. It doesn't happen all the time, but it, it's more and more frequently where people are like, hey, there's an insurance coach guy. It's a client or, you know, it's funny how, amazing how many people when you put yourself out there which is a hard thing to do don't get me wrong there's always that hesitation of are are people going to like it or what but when you do that how you're surprised that people you have no idea are reading your stuff or know anything about you will approach you in a unique situation say hey i really love what you're doing and you're like i had no idea this person even knew i existed so it's crazy so you created so you put stuff out there known as other day content and put it out there for people to be attracted to, and the people that did, you formed a relationship without with them without even knowing them. Absolutely, yeah. They get to know me, and I don't even know who they are. And then the time you actually have a meeting or a, you know appointment or whatever the case may be, I mean, the, the barriers are down. I mean, they already know a lot about who you are and what you stand for. So well, you're, you're well ahead of the game. So when you're talking to some coach, so when you're trying to be the insurance coach to more of insurance agents, and you're trying, I notice you talk a lot about things on like uh, how to do small things and self-growth. And, 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 and that's one of the things I love. Everybody's always out there trying to teach me about social or digital marketing or, or here's the coverages that you need on a policy or whatever. But the angle you come at from that's really refreshing and I don't get a lot of it is is how to better myself mentally, physically, and who I am to be able to help others around me. Is that right? Tell me more about what that part of the insurance coach is. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I mean, there are there are countless ways, hundreds and thousands of ways that people that are gurus out there, so to speak, that can do the social media and all that. Uh, I certainly know part of that, but the angle I come from is probably more of a, a mental relationship, physical, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, a lot of things that I stress are our personal growth and how to develop as a person, not so much just as a you know as an, a pure occupation, so to speak. And then, you know, other things you can do, obviously, to provide value and build those relationships. That's, that's a big part of what I focus on. So could you give me three things? Just could you give me three things that, that you would want to tell the reader or the readers, sorry, the listeners um, on this podcast about what you, what, what you mean by this insurance coach and building themselves? Yeah, I mean, I, I tell you what, three things that stand out um, that I have, you know, obviously books and trainings and just trying to learn things on my own that have made a huge, huge impact in my life. Um, and it's something that I would recommend that everyone at least try. Um, 
first thing is this. I think people need – people don't read as much as they should. I am um, guilty of that. When I graduated college, I'm like, man, I am done reading with books, period. You know, I can go live my life. Um, worst mistake I made. And when I got into my 30s, I'm 35 now, I took it upon myself to say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grow as a person, as a leader, as a business person, as a dad, all those kind of things. And I would tell anybody, if, if they're intimidated by reading books, so to speak, just read something positive every day. You know, every day that you can, read something positive. Because let's face it, this industry is tough. Our life is challenging. News is negative. Find something positive to, to attach to, even if it's five, ten minutes a day, and just let yourself be happy, you know, grow on that. So that's, that's one thing I would suggest. Number two, and this is going to sound weird to some professionals maybe out there, but write. I think we all need to write. Um, when I started my blog, I did it as a way to obviously grow my business, my brand, and make some more money. What I got out of it was a lot more than that, Jason. It was uh, creativity. It was getting my thoughts, having concrete thoughts. It was an expression. It was a whole kind of, you know, all different things that I never expected. And even if it's something, I'm not telling anybody they have to go out and do a blog post five times a week or once a week or at all. Do a daily journal. Write to yourself. Get your thoughts out. Think. Take time for yourself to, like, step away and, and have your thoughts hammered out by writing them because it makes a huge, huge difference. So that would be, I guess, the second thing I would suggest. Okay. And third is, man, take care, take care of yourself. Um, obviously, I'm, you know, I've become an exercise nut, I guess, uh, so to speak. Some people say that. Um, but I tell you what, um, taking care of your body and being physically and mentally sharp if you want to be successful, especially in our industry, I think that's vital. And I think we overlook that, and we have pressures of kids and families and clients and social things that we're doing, and we put that in the back burner, which is – I understand that, but take time and do that every single day. Okay. So you're saying, so you're saying uh, reading something positive and the importance of writing – and I mean, and you and you believe those two things right there will help you change your persona and who you are. That's going to be able to make you more effective helping other people. Uh, without, without a doubt, I'm telling you what. Um, the problem I have now, Jason, is I can't consume enough books and podcasts and blogs, and and that can become a problem, I guess, to some degree. But the point is this: there is a there's a wealth of information out in the world that people that have been successful and have done things the right way that's sitting there at your fingertips. Go find it, use it, and leverage it, man, because it's there. And if you're not, you're missing something big. Fantastic. I I, I am so with you. I am a, I'm a reading nut as well. And let me ask you, what's a, what's a book that you're reading now, and what's one that you just finished? Oh, man, that's a great question. Um, one, see, I, The problem I have is I read too many at one time. I'm reading a couple right now. Uh, as far as a positive attitude book, I'm reading a book called Take the Stairs. Um, that's a really good book as far as personal development book. Um, one of my favorite, if you're in sales, okay, if you're a sales guy, read any of Jeffrey Ginnimer's books. I mean, some people are probably very familiar with him. Yeah. Um, but, but, I mean, his sales Bible, the, the little a Black Book of Connection. The one I'm reading now is the Green Book of uh, Getting Things Your Way, I believe. I can't remember all the names of them. Uh, but that, those, those books from a sales perspective in business are, are tremendous, great thoughts. And he's, I kind of follow his approach to the fact that it's not always everything is so tactical. Sometimes it's more emotional and philosophical. And, and putting your mind in that, that you know, frame of mind can make a huge difference. Yes, yes, you are right. Um, let me ask you a little, uh, what, give me your day. 
give me your give me your 12 14 hour day what what's a what's a day look like for you yeah um well i start i've got i've got four kids we just had our fourth child uh so i'm busy and wow. um, you know like a lot of people yeah a lot of people out there i mean so i'm not alone i mean whether it be kids or families or whatever um so what i do is i i, I have everything in my calendar i mean everything is calendared out to the half hour and it's not always perfect but i try to stick to it um i wake up every day uh, except for maybe Sunday, about 4.45 in the morning, which is really early, I know. Uh, but I work out from about 5 to 5.45. Every morning I get up and work out. Luckily, I have some buddies that, that keep me accountable. We work out. Uh, so that's that. I get done working out from 6 to 7 is kind of my reading slash writing time. Um, kind of, you know, you come off an exercise, your, your heart's up, you're feeling good, your creative juices are flowing. So I do some of my writing, my thinking, um, and then some reading where I've taken some great content during that time. And then, you know, about 6.45, 7 o'clock, kids are already getting up and all that. We're getting the school season. So now I'm, you know, being dad for a while and getting myself ready for work and all that. And then I tell you, well, you know, from there that I head off to the office or whatever or meet with clients. And so I try to keep most of my work day filled up with as many of the appointments as I can. I mean, the more face-to-face and phone calls is, is where I'm successful. So I try to set up as many coffees and lunches and meetings that I possibly can and some office work mixed in there. And that, that pretty much takes up my majority of the middle part of my day. And then, you know, I get home at five, five thirty generally. Um, I'm bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad. My wife needs a break. She's been with four kids all day. Um, and, uh, so it's time to be bad. And, and I try to, I'm not perfect at this because my mind, probably like you, Jason, I have so many thoughts and things that I want to accomplish. That I can't get them all done, but I try to turn that switch off and say, okay, you know, I'm dead, and then, uh, you know, 8.30, 8, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock, I may do a little more writing or thinking or some other things, and then it's bedtime because i got to get up at 4.45. So that's my day. <laughs> busy, busy day. Fantastic. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think a lot of people will be able to relate to it, or they'll also say you're crazy and you do too much, but that's okay. we got a lot of things to do in life. I'm going <laughs> to finalize, uh, finish this up by asking you a question how um uh, you you've told me that you listen to these podcasts uh, for agents influence uh, which we greatly appreciate. How do you listen to it? How do you consume it? I consume a hundred percent of my podcast, Jason, through a, a program called Stitcher or an app called Stitcher Radio. Okay. Um, for those who aren't familiar with it, it is a I guess a dual mode. It can be an app app on your Android or your iPhone. Uh, I can also and I also have it on my tablet, uh, and certainly you can listen to it on your desktop. But the cool thing about Stitcher is, let's face it, there's a lot of content, a lot of podcasts out there, um, and it also has news on there as well. But I can kind of find my favorite eight, nine, ten podcasts that I really love, and uh, it'll automatically push those. When, when a new episode comes out, it gets pushed right into my Stitcher app. So I just open the app and I'll say, oh, "Asia Influence, a new you know new podcast is here," and I literally just push the play button, and uh, awesome. it's there for me. Yeah, it's great. And then you 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 mentioned how uh, you mentioned a couple advantages of it to me. You said that you're driving down the road, listening to it. Yeah, I mean a couple a couple things is great with it. I love is that you know obviously I'm busy through appointments or whatever. I maybe listen to a podcast. I'd be ten minutes into it, I stop into a client, or maybe I'm back at the office and get out of the car. Man, I want to finish that podcast. I can actually go to my desktop open the Stitcher app or the Stitcher website, and it resumes exactly where I was, which is great. Um, the other thing that I think is cool is that 
you know, no one wants to use all their data on their phone when you're rolling down, sucking up minutes or whatever, or data, I guess, megabytes or however that works now. Um, the Stitcher app, it'll also give you an option to download when the new ones come in via Wi-Fi so it's on your phone as a download versus, you know, going out there on the, the signal. And uh, so you can listen to them that way so you're not burning up any data. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a slick app. It gets better and better. And uh, the cool thing, too, I like about it, I didn't mention to you, Jason, is that once you find a few apps or podcasts that you like, it'll pretty much know what you like to listen to. And it'll say, hey, try these two or three. And I've done that a few times. Like, that is a good one. They, they did a good job. So it's, it's, it's a cool app. I recommend it. Fantastic. Well, everybody, this has been uh, Brent Kelly of, uh, of The Insurance Coach um, out of Clemens Insurance, correct? Correct, Clemens Insurance. Yep, yes, you can also find they can you find the can they find you on Facebook as well? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. If you just type in my name, they'll probably find me. Um, it's actually the easiest way, Jason. If you just go to it's brentmkelly.com, brentmkelly.com. If you go to that website, it's got all my. You can hook up with me, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the places. Now, now is that is that Brent M as in Mary or Nancy? It's M as in Mary, Brent okay. M. Kelly. So, okay. Unfortunately, I was a little bit late. I didn't get my uh, name without an initial in there, so we'll go by that. All the yeah, hey, initials. <laughs> I, had to do the, I had to do the same thing, man. I have Jason D. Cass, yeah. uh, and I haven't even used it yet, but uh, the guy who has it is Jason Cass, um, and he, he has JasonCass.com, and he's a DJ out of Texas, and he bought this domain back in 94, is yet to use it, and when I go to wow. him to try and buy it from him, he wants to sell it to me for no less than Five grand. I'm like, come on, dude. You haven't even used the thing, you know. So, anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So, Brent, we appreciate your time, and to all the listeners out there, um, please give us our, your comments, give us your feedback, tell us what you like, tell us how crazy you think Brent is in his in his normal everyday routine. Tell us if yours is the same, if it's different. Um, if you already know of Brent and you've already and you and you were a community that's just already connecting with each other, be sure to let us know that. Comment, comment, comment. Also remember that for the month of October, we're going to be talking about insurance rates. If you have not been to, um, if you look at the podcast that I did last week when I did it by myself, there is a underwriter from a captive company who went in there and wrote probably about six paragraphs as to why the rate increases are the way they are, and they're not the way that normal insurance, co- what insurance companies are telling you the reason why the rates are going up. It's probably one of the most unbelievable comments I've ever seen. And so, and, and, and I believe you did it anonymously as well. So uh, just take advantage of the platform. Tell us what you think. Tell us your ideas. And I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. So this has been Jason Cass with AgentsInfluence.com. Don't forget to, grow, to visit GrowProgram.com. In the top right corner there, you'll see D-I-M-A for the Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. Be sure to click there and sign up for our founders list so that you're going to get all the updated material and the first look at the Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. Uh, you're going to get looks that no one else is going to. This is Jason Cass with AgentsInfluence.com uh, podcast. We are out.